Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Hi. How's it going? Hey, good. Good. And we it's a pouring rain day. It's a Sunday. We're recording this episode a bit early because we've got a lot to do next week. And uh, it's beautiful, typical fall day, torrential rainstorm in Vancouver. Um, we're here with a second time guest, but hasn't been here for years. Yeah. A very dear friend of ours, a very talented Leo Award winning editor, Sarah Hadar. Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. Santa's here. Hello. <laughs> Uh, Sound is hot. Oh, <laughs> hello. <laughs> Santa brought you a 69. <laughs> is Santa a little bit German? <laughs> Yo. Faza Christmas. Mm, danke. Faja. Santa Lederhosen. We were just Ooh, talking about yeah. cruises. Real short. <laughs> they seem bad. Yeah, they seem like a vacation jail in a mall. Yeah, vacation jail in a mall. And I can't imagine that's the byline working on them. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, I mean you are probably gonna be fine because you're from Canada, but yeah, yeah. I know a few people that really really liked it, and I got to see like the sleeping quarters for people who work there. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much like a sheet between someone else's butt and your face whoa like there's not a lot of santa brought you a 69 <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow it's a cruise special it's like a nightmare yeah. camp that sounds like a horror movie i want to watch nightmare camp i'll write it for you <laughs> oh thank you i promise to write you nightmare camp by the end of this year whoa 2020 i won't hold you to it that's a big undertaking can i have like a weird boat accident like sleepaway camp oh hell yeah, yeah. sure that's what i was thinking i don't have any ideas for this <laughs> i so, was yeah, just I'll thinking it's like a, a reimagining of sleepaway camp yeah i love sleepaway camp i think it would be like it would be all kids mm -hmm. um and their nightmares uh, come true. It's like a mix between Friday the 13th and mm -hmm. what's Nightmare my grandpa's movie? Yeah, Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street. Yeah, it won't be original. Nightmare Camp. Can't promise you an original script. But like how scary are little kid dreams? Like are we thinking of like giant cats walking around? Or, that would be you know? really scary though. <laughs> that sounds cool. Yeah. I've be. told you about how when I was in preschool I had dreams about dough, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I told you about the candy dream where the candy would dance around me. And the doctor would talk in the slow voice. Whoa. Well, that sounds like ASMR. Yeah, I don't like ASMR, but like all those noises bother me in the way that people get erections from them. It's, I don't think it's erections. Oh, it's totally sexual. Not Every, all of it. Everyone I know who has it swear it's not sexual. Yeah, I know. And I look at their crotches while they're getting ASMR and I'm like, still <laughs> like, flaccid? Mm -hmm. I think some of it is. I'm slapping it, being like, I'm a, I could be wrong. <laughs> I'm wrong a lot. My sister and I used to torture each other with like eating. Yeah, we'd oh. sit beside each other and do that, and just and then someone would get punched in the head. It's like working in an yeah. office. <laughs> All families. Yeah, love. So wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really. It doesn't do anything for me. So mm -hmm. I, I love. Yeah, I don't hate it. It doesn't really do anything for me. But mouth noises really get to me. Yeah, same. Not mine, of course, which is why it's such a shitty thing. That's why we have a podcast, because we're like, listen to all our mouth noises. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're perfect. Did you put your fall table runner? Table runner on your I table? did. Well, I, switched, really good. I switched up. It's very Halloween -y up there. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a pride Halloween. I have not been. I, that was just my pride flag from work that I brought home when I emptied out my. Yes. Congratulations on your last day of work. What did you decide to do for food? Oh, uh, Thai, we had to Thai food lunch. Oh, nice. Yeah. What did you get? Pad Siu. It's the best. It's Butter the, noodles extreme. Basically, yeah. So Pad Siu with tofu and then veggie spring rolls. Um, I also, like, I helped the receptionist pick out the order. Whole menu, yep. And then when it came, I was like, where's the dessert? Because we, like, we'd selected the dessert and then she, like, didn't order it when it came time. And I was like, I feel 
Did was a deep fried banana? No, it was like a tapioca pudding. Oh, nice. Maybe she did order it, and you just and we didn't get yeah. it. I am starting to become a real dessert person, as just recently witnessed by Sarah. Um, think that I've reached the age and stage in my life where I can afford to order dessert. So I'm like, <laughs> if there's a dessert I can eat on the menu, I, I order it. It's also like life is short. Eat yeah. dessert. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so joyful yeah. to just have like a piece of cake or um, my options today were a vegan brownie, which I already make all the time. So I'm not interested. And uh, I had a big piece of layer cake. Whoa. It was like banana and chocolate. Was there like pistachio? And pistachio cream. It looked good. So good. Yeah, I really powered through. It was not hungry at all. My problem is, yeah, my problem is I'm always full after mm-hmm. dinner. But I got to take home all the leftovers from oh, the, from nice. the uh, office lunch on Friday. But then I forgot that she only ordered the one thing with tofu in it and put chicken in every single other thing. So I brought home all these things and Jay started eating and he's like, wait a minute, is this meat? And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And then so I like picked all the chicken out of all these noodle dishes and then um, we fed some of it to Night Cat. Nice. <laughs> it was pretty fun. I um, I work for like a plant-based company and uh, I always want everything that they make to be vegetarian because it's I feel like just vegetarian food everyone can eat. Everyone can eat it. Well, everyone does eat it. Yeah. So like there's always the one order for the two vegetarian people and then then everyone's like oh i should eat less meat and then it's all gone and you're like that was my one special treat yeah yeah that's the same thing that happens with gluten-free stuff Mm -hmm. like someone's like oh i've just always wondered what it would be like to eat four pieces of gluten-free pizza out of five that were here ordered for one person (sighs) now that i don't eat red meat it's interesting like going like food at work events is getting like more complicated again and I forgot what it's like to have to special order and special request a lot of stuff. I've got a bucket full of chicken if you want. <laughs> I don't want it. No, we composted it because we put it I tried to get a squirrel to eat it. They didn't want it. No one re- like Night Cat didn't want it at first until you hand fed it to her. Omnivores? I don't think it was like I think rats are, but I don't know. And raccoons and skunks, I think. But I don't know that squirrels eat like grubs and meaty things. No, I don't think so either. But uh, I thought that there's like a like Thai food. I threw a little piece out (laughs) of my balcony and it's still there. And I was like, really? No one wants this chicken. (laughs) Feel so bad for this chicken. Maybe a skunk will come by. <sighs> Fingers crossed. Freaking but it's also so beautiful. So wet outside. We'll need like an aquatic skunk to come by. What is an aquatic skunk? Like what's the skunk equivalent in the ocean world? Otters? Manatee. <laughs> Manatee. It's got to be like something with a wiggle. Yeah. They're not stinky though, but. No. Also otters. Squid. Maybe. Are, I think more just naturally aggressive. So I wouldn't think because I feel like skunks are very docile. I feel like it's a squid because they both like spray things out of their buttholes. Anyway, enough about animals' butts. Not enough. Not, I mean. Yeah, why why stop it there? That's my other podcast, (laughs) Cloaca Chat. It's such a good idea. Every episode dedicated to a different animal's butthole and what's up with it. (laughs) I must have had really vivid dreams because I'm having that thing where like, Every few minutes, someone says something that reminds me of a weird dream I had last night. Oh, animal butthole dreams? Yeah, I feel like I had a dream about animals. Um, well, was Freddy Krueger there? No. <laughs> Lucky. My nightmares are never like that kind of nightmare. They're always no. like, usually like a true crime kind of scenario. Ooh. Or someone's like broken into the house, but I've been able to get out through the front door, but then I'm trapped in the building trying to get out without being seen and holding a poodle. Wow, I think when you write uh, Nightmare Camp, you're going to have a lot to draw from. You never have like scary ghosty things, more like realistic murdery things. Mm. You know, because I watch a lot of shows like that. Yeah. Can't possibly be helping. Your murder shows. Murder show podcast. Hi, my name's Jenny. We're going to make fun of someone getting murdered. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's why I don't listen to them. I can't deal. <laughs> they don't make fun of them, do they? No, but some of the hosts are quite glib. Mm. And it's just never funny to me. It's not my thing. I'm not trying to shit on this whole extremely popular type of podcasting. I haven't listened, so I which don't Which is really also, know. of course, ethnically, ethically quite questionable. Not ethnically. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, please take that out. <laughs> I am not ethnically questioning these podcasts. <laughs> it's a confusing concept. 
<laughs> oh man. So uh Sarah, did you want to tell us a retail nightmare? Okay. Uh sure. I'll I'll go way back to my Tim Horton days. Are we looking at a New Brunswick Tim Hortons? Yeah. Oh. So this would be this was my first job. For the uh, listener, New Brunswick sp- is the Florida of Canada. <laughs> But it's yeah, that's much really colder. <laughs> yeah, much much colder. But yeah, I think politically also very similar. Yeah. 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 If I'm going by the discussion you had on your Facebook page about why people shouldn't vote for the conservatives. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was that, assuming it was a somebody from back home. Yeah. 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 Family. Cousin. Oh, family. Yeah. Mm. Oh, fun. Yeah. And like, it took a long time for Tim Hortons to really like show up here, but I think. If you divided by population in my hometown, there was probably like one Tim Hortons for every like 400 people or something. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it was in Quebec too. Like it just destroyed Dunkin' Donuts, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. People love it. I went there yesterday to buy donuts for the podcast, Super Sick Podcast, and I got 20 Timbits for $4.18. And I don't even know if like Kevin or a guest or Jay and his family would enjoy, other Jay would enjoy Timbits, but I just felt like buying them mm-hmm. and having them. And then the podcast got canceled, so I just left them beside somebody who was sleeping with an oatmeal cookie and a bunch of money oh, <laughs> and wow. went home. Not a lot of money, like $5 and change. But the I was like, this is my Saturday. This is the whole point of it was to just uh, leave these donuts for somebody. Did you used to have a favorite Tim Hortons donut? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to say that they, it's really just based on mood, but my top, because I like them all equally, but I couldn't just have like a Boston cream all the time. But Boston cream is up there. I like a jelly, uh, like a, especially like a grape would be really good or a strawberry or raspberry jelly. So you like the filled ones. I like filled. So those are kind of mood specific because you want, those are at home donuts. Because <laughs> they're messy. <laughs> they're really yeah. messy. Yeah. They're powdered. They've got icing. Anytime, always a cruller or a cruller, depending on how you those pronounce it. Um, they're like the croissanty, like flaky version of a donut, uh, or old-fashioned sour cream. That was on my list. I like the old-fashioned sour cream and the walnut crunch. I used oh, to yeah. really like too. Yeah. How about you, Jessica? Do you like donuts? I'm not really a donut person, but if I like need to choose one, it's of course the sour cream one because you it's know how favorite. I feel about sour cream. It's easier to fist a sour cream donut too. Yeah, or just finger at least. Put on your long elbow gloves. Um, <laughs> the yeah, I have to say I probably like more donuts than I dislike donuts. Yeah. Because after I said that, I was like, our chocolate dip is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> or just a glaze is perfect. <laughs> or donuts is also perfect. I really like a chocolate coconut. I got really fast at like filling the dip donuts because be- especially like the Timbits, you basically like have one between each of your fingers Whoa. and just like quick draw into the fill machine. You'd basically like impale the donut and the impregnate them yeah yeah did you have to bake the donuts uh i didn't bake them did they get Uh, baked there the store that i worked at they did so they had like they had a baker or two at night and so in the summers i used to work night shifts and um the baker that i worked with actually looked like uh cheech oh wow (laughs) yeah like a lot of bakers do yeah yeah and uh so we would have like smoke breaks together and stuff and then i would have like fresh donuts at four in the morning <laughs> So good. yeah but we would have to decorate them and put the you know the chocolate on them so i would always burn my fingers which probably doesn't sound that sanitary when you're really thinking about it <laughs> and um and then yeah you'd basically have to like impregnate them with the fill mm-hmm. and then Go the on. glazing process is pretty gross you just hear me unzipping my zipper <laughs> <laughs> yeah like how food is made is there's a show that's called how food is made and every time i watch it i'm like well i don't want to eat that ever again yeah yeah i don't want to watch that like maybe the donut one i didn't mind though <laughs> i think you want to eat i really donuts rate really high for me yeah i mean it's i guess it's the vat of glaze that looks really gross yeah, yeah. It looks like, like a bunch of jizz plus the ingredients are gross it's not like just chocolate yeah it's like here's a whole vat of just liquid sugar yeah. enjoy yeah what was your favorite donut fresh um the plain ones were really good just because it was just like a piece of cake right but people used to get whole boxes of plain donuts for their dogs, which I thought was Whoa, really weird. Yeah, a whole dog. box. Yeah, or like a big thing of Timbits for their for a dog snack. Wow, 
I think that that's the like I used to get um, Troy uh, apple pie from McDonald's. He really liked it. And, you know, Troy only lived until he was nine. It's probably not related. But like we would take our dogs for ice cream and that's not wasn't uncommon. Mm -hmm. Uh, And now I would not do that to Hank. You know, now we know that dogs don't digest dairy very well and Mm -hmm. they're not meant to eat sugar or things that are fermented or risen. Yeah. Uh, So occasionally he'll get like a, you know, a bit of toast and he's so, so stoked. But (laughs) it's occasional. That's making me think of those stories. I don't know. I see it like floating around Facebook where someone gave their dog food they shouldn't have. And they also have a Roomba at home. So there's like a diarrhea Roomba <gasps> oh disaster. My God. <laughs> that can go in nightmare camp. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Follow the diarrhea trail. Yeah. Robot. That's one of the nightmares. Yeah. Is you get eaten by the diarrhea Roomba. <laughs> I love it. Um, the littlest and weakest child. That's how he goes. Um, yeah, we used to give my dog Prince uh, peanut butter sandwiches or peanut butter and cheese sandwiches, oh, like a whole sandwich. Like peanut butter with cheese together. Yeah. Whoa. Which tastes quite good. It's the thing my mom really likes to eat. Now, before we go on to your nightmare, because you know I'm obsessed with food, Tim Hortons is really into now like these seasonal donuts. So they'll decorate like, they'll be like a jack-o'-lantern donut or they did a... I got in a lot of trouble last year for doing a poppy donut for Remembrance Day. Oh. The Veterans Association was very offended by that. Yeah, like a war donut. It's just all <laughs> raspberry jelly and <laughs> little swords or something. <laughs> they serve it to you on, on a bed of mud. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ooh, like Oreo crumble. They could have really gone like... With like a little shrapnel Vimy Ridge. <laughs> yeah, like, like they could have been like... A, mm-hmm. It's like a silver leaf on it to represent shrapnel from bombs. Yeah. yeah. D-Day donut. <laughs> Just like dog tags. Yeah. Dog tag donut. <laughs> we love to. How dark can we go? Yeah. Did you have to do any seasonal donuts? I feel like it wasn't a thing back then. Yeah. We did cakes. We did like, I remember having what? to decorate like a cake as a bunny. And okay. um, cakes at Tim Hortons. Yeah, I would always get yeah. a Tim Hortons cake for my birthday when my what? mom t- started not baking for our birthdays because it was summer. I don't really blame her. Yeah, I learned how to decorate them. I'm. It's so weird because I'm not. I'm really bad at crafty things and like those fine details. It just always looks like I'm on that whatever show. Nailed uh, it. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I somehow had to do all these things and just like yeah figure it out. But. Uh, yeah, I don't remember seasonal donuts, really. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of a thing of the, in the past, like, 20 years or so, or 15 years. There's, like, a smiley face donut every day or a smiley cookie. And That's, then yeah, there's I've a had fail blog about it because it's, like, really hard to decorate a cookie when you're busting your ass at a restaurant like Tim Hortons. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you weren't allowed to not be busy there. So the store that I was at was always really busy. But if the owner or they would also have, like, su- surprise inspections by, like, the... <sighs> the national chain people Mm -hmm. if they came in and saw anybody just like standing around or looking not busy you'd get a bad mark and so people would just like make messes too if if it was quiet so they would look busy yeah whoops oh here's a trail of diarrhea (laughs) yeah yeah. from my own butthole well i want some get the Roomba. Back when people used to wear watches or when I used to wear a watch, I somehow got it stuck on this giant bag of cream. I was changing the, <laughs> the cream machine oh, and I ripped a hole in it and it just exploded oh, no. everywhere. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I thought was... you meant like a, like a whipped cream or a custard or something. No, no, and then when no. I realized it was like a bag of milk. Yeah, a like huge a, a bag. Thick thick liquid mm, viscous yeah mm. and it was like oh it got into my shoes and you had to wear uh, did you cream your jeans I creamed my <laughs> jeans. <laughs> oh no so embarrassing at work <laughs> yeah it was pretty gross i smelled like a old baby for a really oh. long time yeah <laughs> isn't that really what we all are just old babies yeah sure feels like a man did they you had to wear a uniform though did they make you wear like khaki pants it was like those burgundy um like dresses i guess or skirts oh and then in the summer we had culottes oh and they were designed for the older woman because at the time i was quite thin and it had the extra pouch 
for an older tummy. That's for stealing donuts. <laughs> <laughs> My marsupial to Morton's. <laughs> hmm, um, wow. But it used to just like flop over like this empty, like, what, like a fanny pack, I like guess? A yeah. Yeah. Ugh. And then with the visor the and the little shirt. And we also had like a little tie and uh yeah we just it was terrible wow sounds very classy <laughs> and we had to wear a uh, pantyhose the men didn't but the women did yeah, so yes. you were basically like sweating into yeah pantyhose and sneakers and everything you're synthetic right yeah you could definitely nice. catch on fire because you can't show your bare leg because then people would uh not be able to control themselves <laughs> really double double <laughs> <laughs> Pantyhose are so weird. Yeah. I watched a movie recently. Sorry, all my stories on this episode are just going to be like, that reminds me of a movie I watched because that's all I'm doing. But this movie was really good. And it was probably from 1979. And it was set in a hospital. And all the female doctors had to wear skirts and pantyhose. And at one point, she's like climbing up this ladder because there's this big conspiracy. The movie's called coma it's really good has oh a- yeah you mentioned it on the last podcast <laughs> yeah i know but everyone should watch it but she has to like take off her pantyhose at one point and she's like being chased and i'm like yeah get those pantyhose off but then of course she like throws them down this like shaft and i'm like they're gonna find your pantyhose and know that you were here to some guy with like a weird foot fetish just reaches out and grabs them <laughs> he's, he's like- never seen again in the movie <laughs> no actually later on michael douglas finds them and then he's like on the right trail Oh, anyway, great movie. I like in the movies how they always make like putting on or taking off stockings is like a really sexy, like an erotic thing, like movie. in the but, graduate. Like, the reality of it is like not. So you're like fuck super. another run. <laughs> yeah, like no one keeps their to- their toe pointed the entire time they're putting on pantyhose. No, no. Also, like the whole crotch situation. Like if you buy the wrong size, it's so funny. I don't know that Jessica's ever had this problem, but where the crotch doesn't go up high enough because you bought this wrong size, it's too small. All pantyhose are too big on me. Yeah, they are always like very baggy, and I have to like pull it all the way up to the top, and then they're baggy at the top. They're petite. Even the small size, they're just like the same length. That makes no sense. So you need like a special petite ba- for everything that old you have. Old baby size. <laughs> yeah, old baby size. Yes, that was me. I found some amazing leotards, guys, at the drugstore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you what they are on the next podcast because I cannot believe how much better they are than the ones that I always buy. Oh. They're like real leotards, like... Do you real mean like tights? tights? Yeah, real okay. tights. Not like shitty Joe Fresh tights. They're actually like thick and nice. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's my news. <laughs> That's big news. We did record like three days ago. <laughs> yeah. So Sarah, tell us your nightmare. Oh, okay. So um, so in the Tim Horton days, this is like when they just implemented the smoking room. Um, just to give wow. you a, like a timeline of history, I guess. 1991. No, maybe a little bit later. So there's like been like 95, 96. Explain what this is to me, like a dum dum. (laughs) Oh, okay. So you used to be allowed to smoke everywhere, basically. In the Tim Hortons. In the Tim Hortons. But then people realized that that was probably not a good idea. But instead of banning it altogether, they basically glassed off like a square section of the restaurant <laughs> is that okay. what we call this place um and that like had extra vents and okay and so there was like it wasn't just like totally like grayed out <laughs> it pretty much was though oh. it was pretty nasty and i i was a heavy smoker then um so would know. you go into that room even i thought it was gross like yeah it, yeah just go outside yeah it just it wasn't like the culture then yeah. people just didn't it wasn't as yeah you would just go to the smoking room. Yeah, exactly. And But you'd go in and you'd be like, oh, I feel sick. <laughs> but yeah, and you'd just have your smoke. And It's funny to me, like, I don't remember that phase of time. I think my parents, I think we just didn't go out to restaurants a lot. I think like maybe, maybe at like White Spot when I was really little, maybe I remember a smoking section. But like, it's so like bizarre to me that that was ever a good idea this is bringing back violent memories of quitting smoking and then (laughs) and not smoking and then being near smokers in restaurants yeah i mean i don't know i've had strong feelings on both sides so i can yeah (laughs) same but yeah so i don't know it was an interesting place 
We had a lot of regular customers. Some were really, really nice. Some were uh, like dirty old men, for sure, for sure. And um, walking around with donuts on their ding dongs. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> hey, a little girl, you want to see a long john? Yeah. I'll make a donut <laughs> hole for you. You want to be cream filled? Oh, go on. Um, yeah, and some of them really talked down us. <laughs> We don't he, need that. Him. That dude exists for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. He, he can yeah. go home. Yeah. Some of the night shift stories are definitely uh, cream filled related. Oh, no. Um, yeah. You wouldn't want to go clean the windows by yourself sometimes, but. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like that. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, hashtag not all men. Just kidding. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Boom>. Prove it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think I made a lot of like friends there cause I'm pretty easy to get along with, or at least I like to think that about myself, but also people tell me their secrets. So one of the women, um, that worked there was having an affair with the milkman. Oh. <laughs> milk, milk, lemonade. Yeah. Round the corner sex was made. Yeah. <laughs> you can like, write that too. <laughs> I want to watch that movie. <laughs> I like this. This yeah. And so whenever he would come over with the delivery, his milk <laughs> truck, she would want to take her break or whatever. But um she was obviously married and her husband like suspected what was going on, but she would just cheekily say, like, I told you I'm having an affair with the milkman. <gasps> and like, so bold. Okay, yeah. so she would feel sort of like She's not lying. Yeah, yeah, except deliver it in like a you're ridiculous kind of way. Mm -hmm. There's cottage cheese in your hair again. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and, and I don't know if he ever actually found out or like if she ever. But that's so. Would, she or... just, would they just have an affair like in his truck? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's not a lot of time. He's got another delivery to make. Yeah. Turning that milk into milkshakes. I mean, <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of deliveries. Well, I think too, maybe like making extra plans to to meet Back. up later and yeah, that kind of thing. But it was like, I mean, I was in high school, so it was like a really fascinating. Like, ooh, adults are messed crazy. up. Flawed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a lot to like put on a teen to be yeah. like, you know, my dirty <laughs> milky secrets. Yeah. Yeah. So did everyone at work kind of know or did? Yeah, everyone. Did definitely. she think that nobody knew except for or do you think she told everyone on the I, DL? I think she told everyone on the DL. I think part of it was exciting for her, maybe. Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's part like of the audacity. Affairs, I imagine. Yeah. My life is very exciting, so I've never felt the need to cheat on anybody. <laughs> yeah, it's not my thing. But Was it cute? Uh, not that I recall, but she must have seen something. I mean, they must have seen something in each other. I wonder what so. her love language is. Ice cream sandwiches? Mm. It could be. Yeah. Just slowly yeah. licking the middle out seductively. <laughs> <laughs> I think we found what your love language is. I don't know. I was thinking about that. Do you guys know what your love language is? Do you I know that dialogue that I people have? barely know I what barely that means. I barely understand. There's like gift giving, compliments, touching... Big puppy. Big puppy. That's yeah, right. Yeah, my love language is big puppy. I have That's a new one. favorite dog. Oh. The Great Pyrenees. <gasps> and anything mixed with the Great Pyrenees. There's yeah. one for adoption on the SPCA, and it's just crazy. If I could have another dog, I'd get that dog. They're pretty special. They're massive. This dog is 100, 100 pounds. That's a big dog. Hank and this dog would get along. So great big dog, little dog. I know, the, I know a Great Pyrenees that's bigger than me. Yeah. Named Molly. Oh, Molly, Have I seen pictures on Instagram? Molly Ringwald Weisgarber. Is, mm. She has an Instagram. Yeah. So this reminds me of, we had a milkman growing up in both of our like family homes. The first one was Lloyd. He's a really nice senior and milkman like owned their own business. It was a real thing back in the day in the suburbs to have a milkman. Not every family used Lloyd, um, but my mom definitely appreciated having someone stop by the house two or three times a week and like filling orders for like, I don't think she got eggs with him, but like, you know, dairy things and we were ice cream family we used to get orange juice from him ice cream sandwiches things like that and then when we lived in another town the milkman there his name was frank and he was really really nice and he was really funny and my mom is really funny and so they would just like horse around like whenever and whenever i was homesick from school which was all the time um i started thinking like wow they get around 
too well. Mm. So when I was a kid, I confronted my mom. I didn't confront her, but I was like, are you having an affair with Frank? And she laughed so hard. She had tears streaming down her face. She's like, no, we're just friends. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry I asked. And then the next time I was homesick, she's like, Frank, you are never going to believe what Alicia thought. And I was like just standing in the background. (laughs) And uh, Frank's face was like, fuck. (laughs) Like, what a weird kid. (laughs) Did you ever like watch soap operas when you were homesick, though? Oh, yeah. Because, okay, I think. Any chance I could get, I would watch a soap opera. Yeah, and you'd watch that and then you'd be like, well, that must be what real life is like. And then so you're like, oh, they must be having an affair because they talk to each other. Like one time I was in the car with my mom. It was with my mom's friend. I forget who it was. It was some woman in the car complaining about a man. And I was a child in a car seat. And I said, uh, why don't you just kill him and take the money? And they were like, <laughs> what did you say? And I, I had been watching a lot of Days of Our Lives. And if they turn around, you have like a little jackknife. <laughs> I'm like, I've got it all worked out. No yeah. one would suspect the toddler. So funny. We were not, I was not allowed to watch soap operas, but uh, I loved them. So I would sneak watch them. Oh. Yes. We weren't allowed to watch Cheers either, which was one of the greatest shows ever written. Too erotic. Yeah, my mom just really didn't like drinking culture. Mm. She didn't want us to see. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, she she grew up in a time where, like, alcoholism was very prevalent in a part of the world where, like, and from a culture where alcoholism is like, extremely prevalent. So mm-hmm. she didn't want us to be affected. It wasn't like uh, the Diane and whatever his name was in the show. Sam. Yeah, Sam it wasn't that. It wasn't the sexuality or, like, the flirting or anything like that. It was, like, she just perceived that culture to be, like, a culture of losers, and she didn't want us to be losers. She wanted to keep you away from She Woody didn't know Harrelson. that her daughter would grow up and want to write comedy. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that would have been a great show. And that Woody Harrelson is the, the hottest man. Yeah, the cutest, <laughs> funniest. Guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, the milkman. <sighs> days gone by, am I right? Yeah. I don't think we ever got anything... Delivered. I guess my dad worked at a grocery store, so it would be like a bit insulting if we got our groceries from somewhere else other than like him bringing stuff home at the end of the... Yeah, he was like a modern day hunter. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. That's my mom's type. She's currently married to another grocery store man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Grocery store man. Her two husbands have been grocery store men. That would be one of the nightmares. Grocery store man? Yeah. He could be like one of the killers. Yeah, he's. he will have an apron that's just covered in like blood. (laughs) Yeah, he works the in the, of children. the bulk bins, but instead of, like, flour, it's just, eyeballs. like, guts. Yeah. Oh, guts. Yeah, that's worse <laughs> than eyeballs. <laughs> Same thing. He okay. just takes out a piece of intestine, but it just keeps unraveling. Like, <laughs> you're like, I don't want that much. Strip. It's like yeah. when you open the, <laughs> the thing and you're like, too many cashews. Yeah, and you can't get them back in. <laughs> and it's like, sorry, that's $80 worth of intestines. <laughs> Gross. I am grossing myself out. I apologize. I like Should we do um, a segment? <laughs> yeah. Want to do click it or ticket first? Sure. I see you driving like a piece of shit. I want to give you a ticket. I'm knocking on Do you have a ticket, Sarah? Yes. Oh. Okay, <laughs> you go first. Yeah, you two go, and I'll try and think of something. It's people's feet. Oh, they, yeah. They've got to stop. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> stop having feet? Um, stop unleashing them, yeah. taking them out of the packaging in public places. Busting them out. But also, yeah. if we could, like, evolve out of needing feet, that would be cool, too. Yeah, floating around would be would yeah. be pretty awesome. I mean, I'm glad I have feet. But I really hate like going to the movies and then I'm like, what's hitting my elbow? And then it's like somebody's rogue foot. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. That's disgusting. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Or like when they prop their feet up on the back of your seat and you're like, oh my God, is the bottom of your shoe that walks on the ground Mm -hmm. and possibly in dog shit now touching the back of my head? Yeah, if you're lucky, it's dog shit. Yeah. I've seen that yeah. on planes, like a recent flight, a woman had taken off her fe- her shoes, her taken off her feet, <laughs> she put them in her butt, <laughs> she pooped them out. The stewardess was very upset, um, but she had the extra leg room seat at the front, 
and she's like totally like a yogi type person. Mm. Uh, and she and she's like older. She's in her 60s. And she had her feet up barefoot on like areas that like people will touch with their hands. And yeah. And I want to be the person that says something, but I don't want to get punched in the face. We need like a resident, like senior citizen in like every public place to be like, you can't do that. Yeah. It'll be you. <laughs> I know. It'll be I you have one to day. Move, I have to move to the country. Like it's becoming clear that as much of a city person, I am a city person. I can't deal with this many people for the rest of my life. I'm so afraid I'm going to have like a heart attack on the train because I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I notice when the phrase that I say the most in the day to myself, if it's for fuck's sakes, then it's like time for me to take a break. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a ticket. So uh, we have a lot of street roundabouts in Vancouver to slow traffic. And they're also put into places where prostitution was quite common to prevent people from driving in and driving out and all these other weird things that Vancouver did a long time ago that now they have to undo because I think they are going to take out the roundabouts. That's part of a, a city planning plan. The one outside of my house before was too narrow. So large cars had trouble turning. Mm. Every morning, this guy in a pickup truck would barrel down 13th Avenue and then go left in the roundabout, which is legal. And I would think, you know, it's so fucked up as a person that's always biking. It's so very common. Like, like if I'm not watching, I could get killed by someone going the wrong way in the roundabout, which is very illegal. But a lot of things people like to do here are do illegal things, not get caught. It's like a hobby. And today I was walking Hank and there's posters up all over my neighborhood because a car hit somebody doing that and then drove away. Oof. So the person's like, if there's any witnesses, anyone can help me because what are you going to do? There's nobody to sue for yeah. the injuries you've incurred if the person even survived. The, the details are not there. Yikes. So I'm going to give a ticket to drivers that go the wrong way in the roundabout. The ticket is $10,000 permanent removal of your license. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's so like, driving is such a privilege. You're so lucky to be able to do it. It's a second of your time to go through it properly. Also, same people, use your indicator so people know which way you're turning in the roundabout or if you're going straight. That would be great. It would help me not worry about getting hit by you. $10,000, you lose your license. I hate you. Do you keep the money? No, it goes to the city. Okay. For them to spend on something ridiculous. Okay. I have a ticket. Let's do it. It's for Jeff Goldblum. And the ticket is for always uh, playing the same character. Oh. Like, no matter what. I've been watching. I've discovered this new feature on the IMDb app, which is pretty cool, is you can go to someone's resume and sort it by genre. So I'm like, I'm watching horror movies. Let's see all the horror movies that Jeff Goldblum has been in. So I watched this movie. He's a fly in every single one. Um, <laughs> go on. I'm so sorry. Basically, I mean, The Fly is a great movie, but I'm trying to do all the ones I haven't seen. So I picked this one called Mr. Frost, and he's like a serial killer who might be the devil himself in it. But he's just being his charming, lovely self. So I'm like, well, I'm in love with the devil, I guess. Like, I sympathize with the serial killer. And you've done a bad job at this film, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they, they named the devil Mr. Frost? Yeah, that's just what the character's name was. And he's like, oh, no one will think I'm the devil if my name's cold. <laughs> yeah. And then when they ask him who he is, he's like, I'm the Gaga man. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, well, this is not intimidating or scary at all. I'm going to say that the next time someone asks me who I am. I'm going to say, I'm the Gaga man. <laughs> walk away. So yeah, my ticket is just Jeff Goldblum has to publicly admit that he's just playing himself in every movie. Just call it. Just yeah. call yourself Jeff Goldblum. He does the same thing. He like touches his face in that way in every single one of his roles. He's very like tactile. I always found that very annoying about him. It's very sensual. But couldn't you just get a take where he didn't do that? Maybe not. I'll never deny how like attractive he is. Like he's a very handsome man. I think he's talented. And he's like, like so many other people I bring up on the podcast, he's like, so doesn't do good for me. We're like, I don't know. So many do. Have you seen Earth Girls Are Easy? He's very hot in it. <laughs> yeah, well, he was like, he's like very hot in the 80s. Mm -hmm. Him and Gina Davis. <sighs> yeah. Power couple. <laughs> and so now I'm doing it again. I'm watching this movie, Transylvania 6-5000. <gasps> that's the best movie. That's my favorite movie when I was a kid. 
I don't watch it again. And it's so bad. It does not hold up. Yeah. <laughs> no, like it's it's like a bad comedy. Like yeah, it's, yeah. It's got Michael Chance Richards. Six five thousand. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that movie. How I'm, did you watch it? It's just online. I I'm only like halfway through, but like Ed Begley Jr. is amazing in it. I'm sure my brother and I have seen that movie like twenty times. Yeah, it's like not a horror film, but it was under the horror genre in uh, Jeff Goldblum. It's a comedy. Yeah, it's a comedy horror, but it's like a spooky comedy. Um, so yeah, that was the but movie that made me obsessed with vampires. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Well, no spoilers. I still have like an hour left of it. But yeah, he's doing the like touching his face thing, and and again, and I'm like, you're just Jeffy. He's just he's just Jeffy. Anyway, I don't really have a problem with it. I just can never think of a ticket. I know. <laughs> and all I've you been do doing. You do a great job. All I've been doing is watching movies. So this is my new life. I don't know what reality is like anymore. Did you guys watch Breaking Bad, the show? Uh, Yeah. The Breaking Bad movie is yeah. great. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I didn't like the show. I okay. think I was like the only person. And then I tried to watch uh, Better Call Saul. And like we did for a while. And I love uh, Bob Odenkirk. But it was just like eh. that was the same for me. I couldn't get into it. Yeah, I'm I kind of tired up. of like really dark stuff. Yeah, the like anti-hero. It's just like okay, like why am I watching it at this point? Like it started out for good reasons. Like he wanted to raise money for his family, yeah, but then, then it's he discovers like he's a psychopath. After a certain amount, like you have enough money to live forever, like comfortably many generations of your family and now you're just like an evil murdered genius. The thing that's nice about the this movie is it's what happens to What's-His-Face after. Jesse Pinkman. Yeah. What is the name of the show that I keep telling you about? The Florida How to Become a uh, God? On, and, on Becoming a God in Central Florida or something? Yeah. yeah. That's kind of the same thing where it's like a great show but so tired of like kirsten dunce yeah she's yeah. great she fixed her wonky tooth so now we're not the same <gasps> i was really sad because i was like we have the same teeth and the same shaped face i'm gonna put my makeup on like her my favorite thing about her face it's not there anymore it's her wonky tooth but she married the guy from breaking bad jesse plemons fuck yeah like and they were super in love they were must have been in love during fargo probably because they're, they're so great yeah. in that yeah. And I'm so happy for her. I'm very happy for them, too. You would really like the outfits in this show. Yeah, I've added it to my Bathing list. Bathing suits are... <laughs> everything's bedazzled <laughs> that she makes. Ooh. She's great. It's just I'm tired of now just having a fictionalized version of how shitty the world is. Yeah. Really don't benefit from it. Really bums me out. Watched nine episodes of it yesterday. You should watch Gossip Girl because... It's very like a very weird fantasy world where everything is just like a party every single episode... Yeah, I wouldn't like it. Hey, parties. Yeah, really like for like light shows. I like The Good Place because it's just it's easy and it's, watched everything available. It's yeah, great. yeah. But it also like hints at bigger issues. <laughs> exactly. I like Brooklyn Nine Nine. I think that yeah. was my like that was my vibration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were vibing with it. That's my vibration. Vibing with Nine Nine. Like really funny, dumb stuff. Yeah, like dumb smart is my favorite. Like yeah. Spent a lot of time with the Shelbys and the Sopranos and everybody else who's like a shit. And it was nice to have a break. Yeah. I mean, I like those shows too, but it, yeah, they can't all be that because then it's easy to just be angry and feel like everybody's shitty. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of angry and shitty, just kidding. Um, what's the <laughs> fanciest animal? Oh, shit. What is the fanciest animal? I just saw an article about gorillas. And, well, I think gorillas are amazing anyway. But that they make up little songs when they're eating. Oh and I thought God. that was like the like, awesomest thing. This is thing. so yummy. I love it so much. That's what I imagine. Oh, yeah. Boy. Yeah. Um, I think scientists were um, hypothesizing that they're vocalizing to like signal like we're still eating. Don't break up the group. Like, oh. you, know, it's, you know, let's keep going. It's not, you know, I'm not done yet. Uh, <laughs> but it's like you I need your that food song. quicker yeah. if you weren't singing too. <laughs> well, I got yeah, but maybe they're like kind of spread out uh, across mm. an area, so maybe Makes there's sense. also like a look. They maybe they have like somebody like crows where there's a lookout. Yeah, 
That's yeah. Or like maybe they eat in shifts or something yeah. for security. That's my fanciest animal. Crows. That's a good one. I learned so much. I listened to an episode of one of my favorite podcasts, Ologies, about uh, corvid funerals. And I learned that when a crow is dead, sometimes other crows will come and have sex on it. Two on top of it? Yeah, like a zombie sandwich. Why? I, they still don't really know. I bet there's an important reason. Yeah. It's like they're so fascinating and they have such weird things that they do. Maybe they're like, that was like the asshole of the group. And they're like... I'm going to fuck, fuck on this yeah. yeah. They think maybe it's like them being like, hey, wake up. Wake up or we're going to do it. Yeah. You better wake up. It. It's kind of like. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> I have that one. Like I started listening to Ologies and I only listened to one episode. And I listened to this great episode of Sawbones. I haven't really. I saw an episode live once, but never watched it like never listened to it sorry but i listened to the your essential oils episode oh it is so good because it brings up stuff that really bothers me like what a shit show the natural health industry is and then direct sales as well gets a little nod at the end and it's fascinating i won't spoil it because it's only like one minute um <laughs> but it talks about what essential oils can and can't do and it's wonderful because they don't do a lot <laughs> They can make your place smell nice. Yeah, and, it's yeah. kind of that. And there's like they, there may be some like links for a few things, but there's no concrete evidence. But it also talks about these like companies that sell direct and do the pyramid yeah. scheme yeah. stuff. Oh, that's so it's scary. a great episode. Uh, Essential oils. Listen to it. Yeah, when people are like, they cure cancer and diseases. Mm -hmm. and of course, it does. That's arthritis. why no one has cancer. Yeah, no one has yeah, we cured it. It's done. Yeah, just put some lavender on it. Um, My God, I'm, I've listened to 65 episodes of Ologies since Jasmine Lukuku was on and told us about it. It's so great. I've listened to one because I can't listen to podcasts at work. That's all I would do. I would listen to like six of them in a day when I was packing boxes. Such a great companion for work. Yeah. Um, my fanciest animal are possums and oh. all of the possums around possums because... <laughs> It's not just like one kind of possum. There's all different kinds of possums. Some look like little mice with really beautiful ears. And they're just like really cool animals. And they eat like ticks and other bad stuff. And they look scary, but it's just because their mouths are weird. And they're really sweet. And I just love them. Yeah. Do you follow the like possum every hour account on Twitter? No, because I find some of like... It's great. It's great. But I find some of their jokes not nice. Oh, it's just a picture of a possum. Oh, maybe it's not that then. Maybe it was an Instagram account I was following. Ah. Uh -huh. They don't, like, say anything. It's just a picture of a possum. No, I'll follow that. Sounds great. Uh, so possums and all the possums that are possums. Some of them are, like, they're only found in certain regions of the world. Like, there's ones that are only found in North America. Uh, just a shout out to all the fancy small animals that people think are pests that aren't. Yeah, I love you. They're great. Yeah. They do a lot for us. They do. So this brings us to uh, Pup of the Week. <laughs> Pup of the Week. Yeah. Who's your papa? Uh, I'm going to nominate my <laughs> oldest nephew. Oh. Yeah, because we got to have a little messenger chat, um, video chat, and basically the whole conversation was just putting on filters. So. That's the best. <laughs> with like a, yeah, with a six-year-old. It was pretty fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Must Can't be believe he's six. So surreal for a child to be like, now we're rabbits. <laughs> now we're dogs. Like yeah. not a six-year-old. They sort of get it. But when it's like a two-year-old who yeah. can't really speak and they're just like, what? Yeah. And sometimes they get scared by certain filters. He really liked there was like a vampire one that gave you fangs nice. and put blood in your mouth. And he was that rock. quite pleased with that one. Yeah. yeah. I want to try that one out. Yeah. Me too. I want it to be my new uh, book picture. Oh, Jessica is your puppo. I have an amazing puppo. All right. Former guest Kelly Ogmanson finally got a cat. <gasps> no way. And his name is Bruce. Uh, we had a friend whose cat's name was Bruce. And also former former guest MJ Cox has a cat named Bruce. Oh, yeah. It's a great name. She adopted it through the Katoro Cafe. She had been really wanting a bunch of cats. She'd been on waiting lists for so many of them. And then finally she got it and to have like a, a consultation. And she thought she was getting this one cat, but then she wound up getting Bruce and he's amazing. He's not a tuxedo cat, but he's sort of like a cow cat. Okay. So like black and white, black spots. He's got black spots on his belly. He was a stray. He's got sort of a little crooked, broken tail. He's so sweet. 
He loves snuggling. He loves laying on his back and getting his belly rubbed. Like she won the cat lottery and I think he won the human lotteries. They're like such a great pair. So even though I was feeling really shitty, I went one day after work last week and I met him and I brought him a little toy and he's just lovely and he loves like hanging out and snuggling. So Bruce, I love you. Good, good boy. <laughs> wow. It's a great I'm so name. happy. She had mentioned that a few weeks ago when we all saw each other and I got so excited. And Tegan is also going to get a pet. Oh, nice. I'm like so excited now when people get pets. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's just like. I you, actually felt that way when people had kids. <laughs> there's a, but then it's like, there's a reason for you to just stay home all the time. It's great. You know, like. Yeah. It's weird if I'm just staying home all the time. It's like, what are you doing here? And it's like, honestly, nothing. Just watching Jeff Goldblum movies. Um, my pup of the week, of course, is Hank. Right along, I think it's 21st, 22nd. It's just a squirrel haven. Mm. There's really, really tall trees. And it's a great walk. But when we walk the first few streets, Hank can't control himself. He's like, so angry. There's so many squirrels. Uh, and then this morning, right before leaving to head over here, there was a kitty litter box just outside of the door. It was really nice. I've never seen one like it. And it's I bet it's from Japan because my neighbors are Japanese and everything they have is cool. I've never seen such a cute kitty litter box. And so Hank was kind of smelling it. And then I was like, hey, Hank, that's a cat box. <laughs> and then he barked at the box and then he growled at it. <laughs> and it made me laugh really hard. And it was just my dog, Hank. Hank is very special and very sweet. And uh, I have to remind myself when I'm like tired and annoyed at life to, to not get annoyed with him because he just wants to party. And he doesn't understand <laughs> how the world works. No, he just hate cat, hate squirrel, love Tobin, yeah. love walks, love dogs. Love toast. So this brings us to the end of the podcast. Uh, Sarah, if people want to see, let's see, what how, how would people find you? Where would they see your work? Uh, I just got a website. Oh, really? Awesome. Yeah. It's uh, my name, sarahadar.com. And um, or I'm Hadarling one on Instagram or Hadarling on Twitter, but I'm really, really, really bad at social media. So yeah, no one should be good at it. Yeah, you probably won't find much there. All right, Jessica, do you want to plump anything? Well, if people want to uh, look at my movie blog, yeah, sexualintimidationdemon.tumblr.com. This comes out right before Halloween. If you're like, oh, I don't want to do anything for Halloween, I just want to watch a movie. Lots of good ideas on there. Um, and some bad ideas, too. If you want to buy a tote bag, do so. It's got a ghost on it. I mean, it's very seasonally appropriate. Mm -hmm. Retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. If you want to donate to our Patreon, patreon.com slash retailnightmares. And if people want to buy your book or see you at the Writers' Fest. The Writers' Fest will be done oh, by the time this done. comes out, yeah. but we have a live podcast coming up. Oh, yeah. On November 20... Mm. November 23rd at 10.30 yeah. p.m. at the China Cloud. Yeah, and we might have a special surprise guest, so come to that if you want to see us live. The tickets will probably sell out for that show. Yeah, it's tiny um, in there. Yeah, it's small. It's going to be really fun. Uh, my launch party will get announced this week. It's at it's on November 20th, which is a Wednesday at Havana. Um, we'll be selling books. Charlie Demers will be there. Aaron Reed and Andrea Jin. And it's hosted by Katie Ellen Humphreys. So that will be great. All puppos. All puppos. And if you want to buy my book, do it. You can buy it through Chapters Indigo. You can get it through your local bookstore by now. Uh, you can special request it at your library. Um, yeah, do it. Buy it. Bye. We love you all. Uh, happy Halloween. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.